0: Insane not or.
1: Friday. It's Paul. It's 9.25. It's an emergency podcast from Cincinnati. I'm going all radio voice, aren't I? Yes, I've decided to hop on and do an emergency podcast. Uh, Nathan isn't here. I don't know where Nathan is. I did see on his Instagram that he was in Leeds. 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 A... uh, a place that he'd never normally goes to so i'm a bit worried about him he might have been kidnapped by some northerners and he's now kept uh, kept uh, uh, in a <laughs> in a chip shop somewhere being force fed henderson's relish and uh, all that kind of stuff chips and gravy things that he's not used to uh so it's just me paul paul Hirons. hello good evening or good afternoon or good morning wherever you are it's not really good afternoon It's not really a good evening. It's not really a good morning, is it? Because we've just heard the news, and this is the obvious reason for an emergency podcast. Uh, It's because Joe Boy Burrow has now been ruled out for the season with, uh, with a torn ligament in his right wrist. Now I know a lot of you out there will have injured your own right wrist from doing different things, but um, goodness me, um, what a what a blow! I think all the all the noise from last night after after the disappointing defeat to the Ravens, shall we say, um, was that he had a, a wrist sprain, a sprained wrist, and the hope was it he'd be out for a week or so, maybe a couple of weeks, maybe. Uh, but no, unfortunately, those lip readers amongst you were correct. He did say that um, uh, he did feel something pop in his wrist, which is never a good thing, is it? And um, and he's now out for the season. Poor old Joe boy. What a rough trot he's been. And I'm going to touch on this a little bit later, I think, um, because... Uh, the the amount of injuries that he's had in you know th- certainly three out of the four years that uh, he's been in the nfl it's pretty crazy isn't it really and um you know that horrible knee injuries the, the appendicitis and uh, the calf injury and now the uh, now the wrist most of them are freak injuries aren't they and most of them just can't be helped um so, yeah, it's... Uh, goodness me, it really does suck. Bumholes, doesn't it, really? Let's face it. Um, poor guy. Uh, and poor us, really, because we needed him. If we were to have any hope of getting into the playoffs, um, we would have needed him, quite obviously. It sounds like a, a ridiculously obvious thing to say. Um Zach Taylor said in his press conference, conference that uh, that they're going forward with Jake Browning, who stood in manfully, I think, for um, Burrow when he went out of the game last night. And they're going with Jake for the rest of the season. But, of course, AJ McCarron is waiting in the wings and uh, fans are already uh, speculating as to whether that will be enough. Because, you know, if we did have Burrow, a fit Joe Burrow, 5-5, five and five, isn't looking great but it's not yeah I mean it's not looking great is it but the only way that we could have made the playoffs is by sneaking in the back door really so um we would have needed to be full strength we would have needed to have played much better than in the past two games um so oh goodness oh massive hairy balls that's all I've got to say really I put it out there um, and they, they um, on the Twitterverse at Whoday underscore UK uh, about what um, uh, or asked you guys what you were feeling uh, about this news. Not surprisingly, everyone's not that happy, really. <laughs> An understatement. Let's go to it. UK Boomer at UK underscore Boomer. I don't even think we need to tank per se. Browning and the toughest schedule in the league should take us most of the way. If there are players carrying injuries, don't do anything too risky. See how it shakes out. But there's a potentially very silver lining to this cloud. Oh, people are starting to talk about tanking and losing games already. Come on. I knew this is probably a bad idea because everyone's like super emotional at the moment. And um, as we all know, perhaps we all say things that we don't mean when we're in an emotional state. Perhaps, And this is why we'll do another podcast on um, on uh, Monday with Nathan, because uh, obviously we'll have had a few days to kind of think about things and for things to have calmed down a bit. But, hey, why not? Let's just dive into the vortex of pure rage and emotion and anger and frustration. And we're all shaking fists at the sky at the moment. I've got a big tumbler of rum here uh, that's going to see me through the night and into the abyss. Hello, darkness, my old friend. There was a thing on there. (laughs) There's some people who were having an argument with uh, some Ravens fans on the Twittles the other day about... um, uh, which which franchise is best equipped to uh, deal with life which is kind of a bit weird. Uh the argument being that the Bengals have known darkness, have known bad times, uh for most of their franchise I would say. And well not most, that's unfair, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, yeah, in, in in la long stretches of the of the franchise's history. And of course we're talking about the Mordor years, the nineteen nineties, um And the Ravens haven't really known anything like that. They're a youngish franchise, aren't they? Been to the playoffs a few times, won a couple of Super Bowls. Yeah, good for them. Well done, you. Um, But uh, we know what it's like to suffer. We do. We know what it's like to suffer. We know what it's like to stare darkness in the face. We know what it's like to invite the darkness into our own homes each Sunday. We know how to make it a cup of tea. Give it a biscuit ask it to sit down spend some time uh with it and uh we know what that feels like you know and goodness be all well, we just let a big party of darkness into uh uh into our living rooms um we're having a darkness party at the moment so come on pull yourself get the disco lights on and let's have a big old darkness party together cassius flaggiston at cash underscore underscore flag um, hello Cass um, the overwhelming feeling is one of sadness with a smattering of despair we always have a chance as long as we have Burrow, but it will only get tougher as he gets more expensive we saw how the team didn't address their holes when Burrow was cheap what happens when he isn't oh, now you're talking Cass that's a great question isn't it lots of uh, comments since the um, defeat last night Uh, Fire Zach Taylor. Uh, We should really be looking at the offensive line. There's something me and Nathan have talked about. It's very difficult to quantify, isn't it? But I would say the offensive line isn't really getting any better and it hasn't for the past couple of years. And that's, I think, when you start to ask serious questions. And yes, I'm talking about Frank Pollock. Um, You know, that didn't cause uh, Joe Boy's injury last night. It It was a routine, I guess, uh, Tackle by by Clowney. He was in the backfield, obviously, but uh, but I think Joe just landed landed badly on his on his wrist, and it was just one of those real bad luck situations. But you know, I think that if you want to widen this out and kind of say, well, why hasn't this season really worked? One of the key elements is that uh, the offensive line has been brilliant again, and we've invested so much. There's good players. Alex Capra has won a Super Bowl. Ted Crass has won a Super Bowl. Orlando Brown Jr. has won a Super Bowl. So why isn't this working? The interior this year has been subpar. Um, Last year, it was the tackles that weren't great, and the interior was okay. This year, it's the the other way around. So what? I can't make any sense of it. I don't know. Cheeto's not playing very well. Nick Scott is turning out to be a disaster signing. Um... You know, uh, there's no real depth between, uh, sorry, uh, beneath our starters on the defensive line. Uh, T. Higgins looks all out of whack this year. I know he's been injured, but he's, you know, he's not looked quite himself. Tyler Boyd is dropping key patch- passes. You know, uh, even Borrow, when he was fit, finally got fit. You know, there was some moments where you thought, "Yep, he's back. The geezer's back. He's looking fantastic, looking like a million dollars." and um yeah and then he was he's been a little bit off as well so don't know something's not quite right this year and this just compounds matters really doesn't it such awful luck um how's your luck it's pretty shit as a bengal's fan this uh this uh this season john ward john ward 31 if i'm being really positive we sp- squeak into the playoffs burrow comes back and takes us there this year <sighs> Yeah, I don't know what the timeline is for Joe's uh, injury in the the press conference. And and obviously downcast Joe Burrow said that surgery is the likelihood to repair this injury. So that would suggest, you know, he's going to be out for a good couple of three months. Uh, You know, I don't know, maybe there's an outside chance that if we can just sneak in and just grind something out. Um, I don't know, but it's going to be really tough. Have you seen our schedule, man? We've got some tough games coming up, even with Burrow. Um, Mike at Wash It All Away 1. Solid handle. Fix the offensive line. Pollack isn't the one to do it either. I have to move on from him. There you go. This is a, an emergency podcast about Joe Burrow, but we're talking about Frank Pollock, and I must apologise because I did it. Um, John Ward again. I'm gutted it for me as I won't see him, but Browning did okay last night. Our playoff hopes are over, but we will win some games and cause teams some issues. We've got to plan for next year with a fully fit preseason from Joe and start on fire. Super Bowl in New Orleans next year. Have a bit of that. I like that positivity, John. Uh, Alex Costa at Alex Costa 93. Immediate thoughts. I'm dead inside. A few hours later, I'm still bummed, but still uh, behind another JB for the rest of the season. Yes. Come on, Alex. Phil Hatton at Bengal Blue Boy. Still rooting for wins. Still hoping for a miracle. Come on, you Bengals. James Fox at uh, James Fox 1981. Thought Browning looked fairly solid when he came in. Nifty footwork too, which is quite a bit of a surprise. Gutted about Joey, uh, but didn't, uh, but don't think we're quite ready to think about tanking yet. Um, John Plymeyer at Plymire 98 Fans need to stop with the uh, lose games for a high Draft pick nonsense. Seeing too much of that on this app. If you're cheering for them to lose games, find another team to be a fan of. I mean, my instinct kind of says, um, I hate tanking. I hate the idea of it. It goes against every fibre of my sporting body. Um, but you know, I don't know, do I? Let's see if Nathan's. Uh, just- Right, Nathan said, I'm in I'm in Leeds, mate. I can't, unfortunately. He's definitely been kidnapped, I think, by um, a Northern. OK, right. Uh, BB at Blue Bengals, five season over. May as well just enjoy the football as best we can from now on in. Absolutely. Curlsburgers at Curlsburgers. Pure pain. He is the heart and soul of the team. They have a huge task to rally around Browning ahead. We're going to find out a lot of character answers about this team. Chris Foley at Houdain North. I feel re- I feel awful for Joey's futures. Brighton will power through this. That's what gritty teams and fans do. Um, yeah, um, tricky one, isn't it? Oh, Derek Davis has chimed in. Very good. Uh, well done, Derek at Bengal Bites. It doesn't really matter when Burrow initially hurt his wrist, but the way this whole thing has gone down smells extremely fishy. Feels like they're hiding something. And I have as much confidence in Jake Browning as I did in Ryan Finley. Well, Derek, we all know what happened to Ryan Finley uh, in that Steelers game, didn't we? So let's hope uh, Jake can, can at least beat the Steelers. Uh, I think from now on in, personally, I think we're looking for moments now. Little moments just to keep our, our coals Burning, uh, Richard Murgatroyd at Mer, Richard Murg90. Let's be practical. Browning isn't going to get us into the playoffs, let alone a Super Bowl. would be better getting a favourable draft pick, finishing fourth in the division and getting a lighter schedule next year. Oh, oh, I hate the idea of tanking. You can't do that as an NFL player. I still think tanking is a myth that only exists um, within the fan bases. You can't just go into an NFL game and play half-cock because, um, well, you're going to get your cock blown off by, I don't know, by uh, by the other team. Um, you'll get injured if you don't play, if you don't do it properly, if you see what I mean. Um, cocks or no cock. Um, interesting, wasn't it, the lead-up to this game? Was Joe Burrow wearing some sort of support on his right wrist as he disembarked the plane in Baltimore, looking very swish in his uh, designer jacket? Um, The Bengals took down that picture, which seemed to suggest there was more to it than that. But a lot of the noise coming out from the journalists was that it was just some sort of iPad glove or something like that. Um, but then we heard that uh, there were some images that had been uh, saved of a Joe wearing this uh, particular wrist uh, wrist support or whatever it was, or glove or something, and the NFL were investigating uh, to see whether the Bengals had entered the right designation for Joe Burrow, even though he'd practiced normally. And warmed up normally without any problem at all. The NFL wanted to check it out to see whether the Bengals um were being honest about things or not, and whether they should have declared him questionable. You know, there's rules around that sort of thing. John Kelly at JK underscore nib nib no, ah yes. Uh, a jk underscore nye bengal 69 no way we should think of tanking i have a feeling the players are going to give it a real goal for their leader and we're going to cause teams problems only minuscule bit of silver lining is we've now uh, nothing to lose and i won't be a nervous wreck watching every game that's a really good point expectations are now low right so um yeah, maybe can we can just kind of attack every game without any expectation uh, and just sort of enjoy the games what they are, you know. Um, yeah, so the NFL are investigating. Joe Boy came out in this press conference and said that it was a compression uh, glove, uh, something that a lot of uh, players wear, especially when they, they're on flights because of the altitude and what that does to muscles and things like that you know we, we all wear uh, and circulation we all wear we what I say we all but we some people wear compression socks don't they on longer flights um, myself I'm not quite sure it's probably about an only an hour's trip to to Baltimore in the air so I'm not quite sure why whether he needs any compression stuff but we are talking about Joe Burrow here the one thing that I found out about Joe Burrow when I was in Cincinnati is that he goes to bed at eight o'clock. And he's, he's the most disciplined person, um, you know, we could ever wish to meet. You know, he, as I say, he goes to bed at eight o'clock. He, 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 he stays away from booze. He stays away from going out to, to fun places. He stays on a really, really strict diet. He drinks avocado smoothies, all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's what I found out about Joe Burrow when I was in Cincinnati. So when you when you think about how disciplined and how dedicated he is to a certain lifestyle, then perhaps wearing a compression glove uh, is not out of the question, even for an hour in the air, you know. But what what it doesn't help is like a video or a picture of him wearing said compression glove being instantly deleted. Uh, it just seems to suggest there's more to it than that i just think it was a member of the social team um who put it up without even seeing the glove or compression um you know support uh and uh they started to see the amount of people going oh my god what's wrong with his wrist what's wrong with his wrist then just took it down without even thinking about it but anyway there we go that's not the um that's not the point here is it uh what is interesting to me, and I think Paul Dana Jr., our old chum Paul Dana Jr., um, um, made this point, is that you know the amount of injuries this guy has had to endure may well take its toll physically and mentally going forward. Um, now, obviously, we all hope it doesn't. It's a wrist injury, so you'd hope it'd be fairly, fairly minor surgery uh but it's bit, one of those things that will take a, a couple of months to heal you would you would imagine um and it's obviously his throwing hand as well, so it's a bit tricky uh to predict how long this will take to um uh to recover from gotta be really really careful I'd rather him take his time and you know be ready for you know first day of camp next year and hopefully poor old Joe can a- actually have an unencumbered training camp for once, right, um, I liked, uh, Zach's, uh, noises coming out of, uh, his press conferences, he was like, look, I'm excited to see the guys, how they're going to respond, there's a lot of, you know, we know there's a lot of prior, uh, very proud guys in that locker room, used to winning, Jamar Chase came out after the, uh, after the old uh, after the old game yesterday, and kind of said he's not used to losing. It's a weird feeling. He doesn't like it. Well, they've all got to pull it all together, uh, get together, and 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 kind of try to to do something, you know. And the one thing I do hope is that Zach doesn't play conservatively. I just want to say fuck this. Let's just let's just go gangbusters. Let's take let's take the blinkers off and really go for it. But I've got a feeling Zach's game planning will be because of Browning will be fairly conservative although he did say again in the press conference that um uh that uh, he was really pleased with the way uh, jake browning responded because um because uh, they 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 weren't uh, um they weren't restricted in what they could the plays that they call could call so yes it's um he also mentioned that uh, as to the point whether Joe will be affected physically and mentally with all these injuries stacking up over the years, uh, affecting, basically, let's say, affecting his longevity in the NFL. Uh, Zach kind of said, look, if any other person this has happened to, perhaps. But this is Joe Burrow. He's wired differently. He's, you know, he's done it before. You know what? I don't think it's going to be anywhere as... um, as gruelling as the knee injury that he had to recover from, uh, but it's just a mental thing, isn't it? I mean, he he probably saw this. Okay, listen, uh, and and the the actual um, game last night, they weren't out of it at all, and you were kind of maybe hoping in the second half that they that they would stay tay to t- stay toe to toe with the Ravens. But anyway, so let's hope Joe can heal. Both mentally and physically, and be ready for next year. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's sort of devastating news, really, isn't it? Um, okay, so let's. Uh, I don't know what to do now. Actually, do you know what? I I'm gonna I'm going to. I know someone is around, so let me try him and uh, try and get him. Uh, it's a Friday night. It's ten to ten. Uh, let's try and cold call someone. Duncan, you are live on Cincinnati. <laughs>
0: really?
1: Yeah. yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks.
0: But how
1: are you? Yeah, all right. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, obviously, a little bit disappointed and a little bit in shock. But how, how are you? I know that you're half a bottle of red wine in because it's coming up to yeah. 10 o'clock on a Friday night. So, th- actually, that's why I rang you. So, uh, <laughs> I wanted I wanted Duncan fueled by half a bottle of red to to give it to me
0: yeah <laughs> what would you like me to give to
1: <laughs> how are you feeling mate
0: yeah apart from being a little bit tired obviously it was a long night staying up and uh I think first quarter what was it Ten 7 we were up
1: yeah yeah
0: we will beginning of the second, and you think oh we're looking good we're going to get the win and then uh, and the wheels fall off the bus and everything goes on a down, downward spiral, doesn't it? So,
1: yeah, other than that, all good. Yeah, it does, doesn't it, really? Um, and how are you feeling about uh, the news about Burrow? I mean, was that expected or are you a little shocked? Because I think I'm a little shocked actually because I was expecting it to be just a, a wrist sprain, really. Nah, no, I I, it's difficult
0: to say because when I was watching at the time, who was you know, the suit to Mixon? running for to the touchdown they're all celebrating and he'd just gone down i was like mm, that's just not that's not a spray, it's something more serious
1: mm.
0: and then it cut a little bit late to probably a couple of minutes later and it told him trying to throw it on the sideline and he's like now i'm done yeah. Like, yeah that's not a sprain that's something more serious but then all the conspiracy theories come out about the deleted picture when he got off the plane yes so, not buying into that because
1: if it was hard by like, it wouldn't have been tight like it was when you in the game. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. So but what? What, I... what about going forward then, Duncan? I mean, I mean, what are your thoughts? There's a lot of things on social media saying we should tank, we should. You know, uh, we're not going to win anything more this year. What's the point? Blah blah blah. What's your What's your message to your fa- or your fellow Bengals fans in the UK?
0: To be fair, last night when oh, went up, I was like, oh
1: shit, what we got with Jake Brown?
0: Yeah. And he played alright, he made some decent throws. And again, a couple of drop catches here and there. And I know he, he made a long pass to Jamal, which was, to be fair, Jamal, of course, it, but it was very close to the sidelines, he's gone out about. bounds. Mm. Um, but touchdown for Jamal, where he threw the back shoulder pass, it was like, oh, absolutely, the kid's got something about him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm like, I'm, I'm the optimist, so I I think even though we're five and five we'll still find a way of making the playoffs but whether we do or not is a different matter but it's gonna be a lot harder. And I think the run game is gonna to have to kind of be a little bit like it was last night It's it, four to lock because around well, I thought Trey Williams, when he got the opportunity, he had a couple of good runs as well, so hopefully um, complementary football but I think the thing that killed us a little bit was we just weren't on offence long enough and you can't keep your day out that long all game because you get you get ripped to shag don't you in a run game and to be fair the referee wasn't great with some of the high goals mm. I mean the one against was it DJ 10 or DJ either?
1: yeah that was kind of ridiculous like man what
0: what the fuck was that about like, <laughs> poor throw not even touched him and then he'd not even landed, and the flag had gone down. Was
1: like exactly disgraceful. But yeah, there we go. All right, Duncan, I'm going to let you go. Um, and are you going to finish that bottle of red wine? Is that the plan? Uh, is yeah, it's finished. Oh, it's finished. <laughs> so you're you're a full bottle in. Very good. Okay. Yeah, uh, I might find another one now.
0: Uh, Appreciate <laughs> catching up with you. Hope hope all is well, and good uh, day to everyone out there.
1: Yeah, good man. Thanks, uh, thanks for thanks for sticking with this, uh, Duncan. I, this was entirely unexpected your end, so thank you very much, mate. And I'll speak yeah, to no you worries. Soon. All right, take care then. Catch you later. Take Paul. There we go. There's Duncan Yeden. Uh, <laughs> good old Duncan. Um and, of course, Duncan is a, is, a, is a full bottle of red wine in for the evening now, so good that we caught him now, I, I think. Um, so where does that leave us? Well, uh, I'm not quite sure, but i tell you one thing. We are Bengals fans, and we've been through worse than this, I would imagine. Uh, and we should continue to be Bengals fans because, you know, that's what we are, and that's what we always will be, uh, through thick and thin. We've known thick and we've known thin. And as I say, uh, we welcome darkness and laugh in its face. We offer it twiglets and we pour it a glass of sherry, perhaps uh, a little, uh, a few cans of Hofmeister from under the stairs that have been there since 1992. Uh, We put on the disco lights and we play some uh, some funky funky music, funky dance music, and we uh, and we dance with it. We dance in the face of darkness. Um, That's what we do as Bengals fans. So we're in this for the long haul. We are what we are. And really, honestly, those of you uh, who are really disappointed and upset, absolutely, you're more than warranted to be that. But as Bengals fans, honestly, we have been through worse. So, um, yeah, we stick together. And you know what? We're still going to have our meetups. We've got a meetup uh, in London. On uh, on the twenty sixth of November at the Coach House downstairs, the Coach House to watch the Steelers, Jake Browning's triumphant um, coming out game, if you like, if you like to call it that. Um, uh, we've also got uh, a, a simultaneous meet up in Sheffield at the Graduate. So that doesn't stop just because Joe Boy's not playing. Uh, we're still a community. We are still Bengals fans, and we will still continue to support the team through thick and thin. So um, have a bit of that. Anyway, thanks for joining me on this hastily prepared and hastily recorded emergency podcast. Uh, we will be back, and when I say we, me and Nathan will be back on Monday with a proper full-length podcast. And uh, and I think, I think we all know uh, what is going to be featuring in that episode, and that is The Wheel of Misfortune. Until next time, it's a Who Day from me.